On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Mary stayed outside the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she bent over the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabone, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he told her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. While it is now somewhat questioned in some corners, St. Mary Magdalene is oftentimes identified with the sinful woman and the story of the woman caught in adultery. And I think there, as I've read many reflections, and there's a book, um, I can't remember the name of the author now, about that basically details the life of St. Mary Magdalene and how she's an example of Eucharistic devotion and love to each one of us. And there's a part in that book in which the author describes and talks about that encounter, an encounter that Christ has with a sinful woman, Mary Magdalene, in which he notes that throughout her life, throughout that sinful woman's life, throughout Mary's life before encountering our Lord, she was looking for love. Again and again, the desires of her heart were thwarted. As, he sure, as she searched in relationship with men and a life of luxury and a life filled with so many pleasures and things of this world. And what she was seeking again and again was love. And in the moment of her greatest embarrassment, her moment of greatest mocking, and greatest pain was also the moment in which she encountered our Lord. That the love she had been desiring her entire life was looking right back at her. And as we reflect on that reality, we too can take from the example of St. Mary Magdalene that we too, in whatever sin it is in which we have perhaps been most vulnerable to, feel most ashamed of, most downtrodden by, that when we gaze upon our Lord, when we ask our Lord for mercy, what looks back at us, who looks back at us, is Jesus, the one for whom our souls, our hearts, 
and our desires truly long for. Everything that we are longs for Him and Him alone. Though oftentimes our desires are manifested in much more unhealthy, incomplete ways, ways that never satisfy. And that longing can only be satisfied by Him. What Mary Magdalene teaches us, even in this story of the resurrection, there's this interesting thing that she turns and sees Jesus, and then it says that after he says to her, Mary, it says that she turns again, which is kind of odd. She should have already been facing him. Indication of not a physical turning, but instead a turning of the heart, a turning to the Lord, the moment she's called by name. Our Lord, Jesus, calls you by name. He calls you out to encounter him, to meet you in your place of deepest pain and hurt, that you might be redeemed by him and know that you are indeed loved.